0: Hey guys, welcome back to the channel. If you're new to this channel, smash the subscribe button because I talk about property investment, personal development, and how to gain financial freedom. What if I told you that with a few changes in habits, mindset, and discipline, you can leap ahead of 99% of the population? Stick around to find out exactly the how. If you wanna stay ahead of 99% of the world population, the number one thing you, it's important for you to master is the power of habit. What is habit? A habit is getting used to doing the same thing every single day knowing that it would better your life financially, morally, and physically. So habit is what makes you unique. Habit is what gets you to generate an idea and consistently Thrive on it to achieve what you set yourself to achieve. Let's look at common bad habit versus high performance habits. Common bad habit is like setting your goal, Uh, Putting the goals down and starting to do something in it every maybe couple of hours a week And then you do that for a couple of weeks or so and then you stop you never get to do it again Or maybe you start something and you never end up finishing it or you had an idea you wrote it down You never took action about doing it. That's what we call bad habits You really want to do it, but you're not actually doing it because obviously for whatever reason your life got busier and busier I never had a chance to do it. Or, or perhaps you, you've looked at an idea and you know this is an idea that, that would really, really help you grow. You, you do it once, twice, and you never end up doing it. Versus high performance habit. High performance habit is the habit someone adapt and implement every single time based on the specific time they've asked themselves to do. Suppose you saw an idea. You write the task, you've, you, you, you've put it in your diary to do this thing every single day, do something towards that thing every single day. You consistently do it well throughout, no matter what happens, no matter what obstacles happen, you find a time to sit down and do exactly what you set yourself to do at the time you've, you've designated to do that and you do that consistently. Whether you've got hardship, whether you've got problems, whether something hits you, no matter what that is, you consistently do that. And that's what successful people are very good at. When they start something, they want to see it through. They want to see the end of it. Whereas some people will start soft, as I said earlier on, in the middle, or when it goes hard, they just quit because it's too hard. But successful people, they consistently thrive to continue doing these things every single day. Some of them like meditation. I love meditation. Every single morning I wake up, before I wake up, I spend my 10, 15 minutes meditating, being thankful to God. I do that consistently every single day, like the way I, I, I brush my teeth, because that's a habit now. I brush my teeth every single day, so I do that every single day. So what it is you want to get to do, what it is that really drives you, that you want to form as a say, habit to get you to where you want to go. And again, you don't have to do lots of things in one. You can start small and be consistent and slightly increase it and replace it to bigger and bigger ones and better ones that will get you to where you want to go. The second thing that would help you stay ahead of 99% of the people is lifelong learning. Now, in, in average, most people learn when they are school, college, university, got a degree. Once they finish their degree, most people think that's it, it's done. I'm done with education. I'm not learning anything anymore. I'm done, I've got my degree. That's it. Statistics show that's what lots of adults do. After uni, that's the end of their education. Here's the thing. University degree or your traditional education is only a way for you to understand how things work, how things operate, but in order for you to move from an employee to an entrepreneur, to a successful businessman, to a successful millionaire, decamillionaire or multimillionaire or a billionaire is consistently learning consistently improving yourself, consistently looking for problems and ways to solve those problems. And guess what? That's what successful people do. They're learning every single day. Every single minute they find challenges, they find problems that will get them to go on their superpower to find a way to resolve. They read books. Some people read three to five books every single month. I read about two books every single month. Two books every single minimum I need to read in order to empower myself so I can continuously learn and nourish myself. Maybe you want to take online courses. Whatever your situation is or whatever you want to learn. Have you thought about taking an online course? Don't think because you got a degree, you got your PhD, you got all that, you'll finish learning. You continuously learn all the time to develop yourself and learn and advance yourself to the next level. Maybe you want to attend seminars and workshops to enhance your personal development skills, or maybe find a way how you can network with people in this sort of areas. Consistently look for ways to learn and grow your personal self. Number three, network intelligently. I know I've been banging in this in all my videos about networking, networking, networking. Have you heard this word, your network is your net worth? Well, that is absolutely the truth, right? Your net worth is your net worth. So look for people that are doing what you're looking to do. People that are consistently thriving in that field. People that are way ahead of you where you want to go. Try to surround yourself with those people who would uplift you and challenge you in what you want to do. Here's the thing, it's very, very easy nowadays to do things like this. You can even Google things like this. You can see people or groups or organizations that are literally formed specifically for what you're looking for. Look, I'm not asking you to kind of jump into this right away, but taking steps to build a powerful network is what gets you to where you want to go attend the industry event suppose you are in properties attend property event if you're a business individual attend business event be genuine not just transactional asking people about what you want no not not literally giving value in advance don't be that sort of person offer to help people before they ask you number four financial discipline now this is the touchy one because people don't like to talk about their finances most people as soon as they start talking about money or expenditure they're kind of walking away from it because they're kind of shy to discuss their financial situation if you are shy to discuss your finances it means you're not looking after your finances ridiculously you're not looking into your finances maybe you are you you just don't want to talk about that because you not. that's not your good part because you spend a lot, lot more um, than you earn. So here's the thing. If you really want to be successful physically, morally, religiously, emotional, whatever way it is, you have to have a financial discipline. Now, why most people don't have this is because they're ignoring the fact that they need to understand their finances, right? And they end up working paycheck to paycheck and paycheck. Believe you me you know, 95% of the population works paycheck to paycheck. You don't want to be part of that group, do you? Probably not, hence the reason why you're watching this video with me right now. The power of savings, so save. The savings teaches you discipline. It teaches you consistent, and guess what? It gives you good habits. Any good saver, can potentially become a good business person, good investor, and an, a, an amazing entrepreneur. So start small, start saving a little bit, maybe 15 to 20% of your take-home salary. Put that aside, tell yourself, no matter what, that money is going to my savings account. And then once you start building up a little bit, then look at an investment opportunities. Where do you gonna put that money now? Instead of the money sitting, you 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 put in more interest. So you'll be doing your savings, Continue continue with your savings, Whereas now the other pot you've already had, you invest that pot and that pot's then start giving you what we call reoccurring income. Reoccurring income is when you start making money passively without actively working for it. Suppose then you've got a savings pot, you put in there your 20% every single month and you've got that pot now, it's got bigger, you've got that pot, you've invested it in and that, person also is, that that investment also is giving you a return on the investment, now you've got two calling income coming in. You've got that investment and you've got your savings that you're putting it in there, right? So once it get bigger again, you invest in something else. Understanding the rules of money is what gets you to financial freedom. It's what gets you the independence. It's what gets you to go holidays, the time and places you want to. Follow the 50, 30, 20 rule. So what is the 50, 30, 20 rule? The 50, 30, 20 rule is you use 50% of your income right 50% of your income you use that for your living expense for your accommodation and 30% of it is to buy your necessities like your food your clothing and all that stuff and then the 20% is what you're going to put on savings believe you me or not you'll be surprised how you could achieve this if you could achieve this by sitting down watching your expenses cutting back where you don't need to kind of spend money and then put that on top of what you wanted to save until you hit that 20% and make sure you got that 20% going out to that savings account every single month and do not touch it. And most importantly, avoid bad debt. What do I mean by bad debt? Bad debt is debt that you incur as a result of buying something that doesn't bring you residual income. An example could be taking a debt to go on holiday, taking a debt to get married, taking a debt to buy a car that doesn't Add value to what you're doing. Taking a debt to buy a gift, all these are bad debt. What is a good debt? A good debt is a debt that you take that gives you reoccurring income. Suppose you wanted to buy a property, for example, you're going to put your deposit down and the bank will lend you 75%, 80%, 90%, whatever that may be for you. That debt is what we call a good debt because guess what? If it's an investment property, that debt brings you reoccurring income. Because once you've bought the property, you rented it, the tenant will be paying your rent every single month and you use some of that proceed, you, 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 you pay for the debt, whilst get a little bit more aside for um, uh, as profit. So that's what we call good debt. Or perhaps maybe taking a debt to educate yourself, advance yourself in a way that you understand or learn on how to implement certain things that the people that you admire do to make recurring income. And avoid buying, depreciating asset. What do I mean by that? Buying a car for example. Because cars as soon as you bought them, you drive out of that parking lot. They've gone down by 20% in value. So so cars could be that I'm talking about trainers, shoes, jeans, whatever depreciating value. Maybe you want to spend less in those sort of things and then concentrate in buying things that really appreciate in value. Number six, embrace failures. Now in order for you to be successful is you need to embrace failure right because in order for you to success you have to learn make mistakes learn from those mistakes so you can grow because any failure you've hit is an opportunity to learn to ensure you do not make that mistakes again change the perspective on failure failure as is a stepping stone not a setback it is a stone it's a stepping stone that allow you to understand the mistake you've done there in order to drive you to ensure you do not make that mistake again therefore analyze and learn from any setback or failure you you have so ensure you don't make that mistake again cultivate resilience never ever give up in what you set yourself to achieve no matter what tell yourself no matter what you do you will never ever give up in what you do and then literally stay in it stay the course and become resilient and don't allow anybody to deviate you from what you set yourself to achieve and always iterate and improve yourself in all avenues emotional physical Moral, financial, as long as they're improving your learning, you can eventually empower yourself. Number six, physical and mental well-being. Now, now this is important. There's so many people busy working, doing so many stuff, got so many businesses, so many stuff going on, but that doesn't correlate to what they're doing. So what you want to do, you want, to, you want a correlation between your physical health, mental clarity, and your performance. Sometimes it's good to take breaks. Time, time to reflect, meditate. It's important to take regular exercises, balanced diets so that you can nourish yourself and you can have enough sleep in order to help you with your mental well-being and avoid constant digital stimulation, i.e. watching your phone all the time. Or maybe going on 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 social media, watching stuff before you go to bed. You want to keep away from all those sort of things. If you know you're going to go to bed in about an hour, or two hours time, keep away from from all the gadgets. Try to wind yourself down in order to go back and relax. Because your body grows, your mental grows. You you have you have good wellness and well-being by having enough rest. Get a minimum of seven to eight hours of sleep, in order to nourish yourself for the next day. Number seven. Prioritize and execute. So what do I mean by prioritizing? Prioritize what add value to you. Don't busy looking at administration stuff if you know that's not gonna bring you return on your investment. Don't busy yourself looking at stuff that don't add value to you. Because sometimes we get to um, involve in doing that only to avoid doing the most important thing you always put that aside 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 you get what i'm saying if you are one of those like you want to do this thing it's very important but you always try to put it aside because you don't like doing it or maybe it's just too hard to do or maybe it's just maybe you're just worried about you're gonna fail to do that here's the thing if you prioritize the important things because before they become urgent that's what would add value to what you're doing. The myth about multitasking. I know people say, oh, I could not multitask, I am a man. I get you, I understand that. But you can do things simultaneously, okay? You don't have to multitask. As long as you strategize wisely, you would be able to, 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 to actually execute and prioritize what needs to be prioritized. Now, suppose you have lots of tasks to do um, that you need to do. So look at the task. Look at the task. Once you look at the task, look at the ones that you could automate. The one that you can delegate, get someone else to do if it doesn't worth your time. And the one that you can eradicate. The one that don't add value to, don't add value to anybody else. You can eradicate this. I'll give an example. When I start my property investment journey, I used to pay the cancel tax myself. I used to go to the post office and pay cancel tax. And I used to wait for the electricity bill to come across so I can pay for it. Gas bill, I can pay for it. And obviously, I used to go and do all the maintenance works for my uh, properties. I realized, basically, some of these things I don't need to do. So what I then did basically is to automate my cancel tax, set the direct debit up to make sure that I never have to go and look again or go to the post office to pay my cancel tax. I set a direct debit on my gas and electricity bill, and guess what, my maintenance works, I delegated that to my maintenance handyman, so he does that job now, guess what I do? I concentrate my time and prioritize things that add value, like doing this video with you right now. Is because I prioritize, I love it, I can do it without even getting paid for it because I know I'm impacting people positively, and, and that what gets me that value I'm always striving for. Successful people, prioritize their tasks right ensure you prioritize it focus on value added driven tasks instead of tasks that just bore you you just wanted to do it because you don't want to do the hard things or the things that gives you better return on investment so instead of watching netflix or doing things that don't add value to you prioritize the value added tasks the ones that you cannot do delegate it, eradicate or guess what automate it I really hope this video has been helpful. If This video has been helpful, smash the like button below, subscribe to my channel for more amazing videos. I look forward to sharing the next video. Thank you. That's all for today. And thanks to our guests for sharing their property investment journey with us. It has been a truly inspirational story to me, and I hope it has been an inspiration to you too to take a leap of faith to start or scale your property investment adventure. In the meantime, if you would like to share your investment journey, I have made it really easy. Just go to rahimbad.com forward slash guest. Fill out a short questionnaire to sign up, and we will get in touch. Whilst you're there, sign up for my monthly newsletter to get your property investment news and updates, or connect with me in Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, Rahimba and TikTok, Rahimba101. Thanks again for listening. Don't forget to smash the like button and leave me a review wherever you're listening or watching from. I shall see you next time.